0: Welcome back to the program, Live Mike, episode 41, pretty cool. Listen, have you done your taxes yet this year? My wife very kindly took care of ours the other day, and as we were talking about what she found and what we filed, and uh, we got a little bit back, uh, so uh, I'm going to take her out to somewhere nice for Valentine's Day this weekend, got a few pennies back. No, listen, don't tell me, don't tell me that it's it's wrong to get a few pennies back, that I've given an interest-free loan to the government. I get it, I get it, okay? Okay, save it save it. We did our taxes. We got a few pennies back. And as you know, you start uh, that process by uh, filling out this 1040 form. Uh, Very standard questions. They ask about your filing status, single, married, filing jointly or filing separately, head of household, qualifying, widower, etc. You put your name in there, your last name, your home address, your foreign country name, if, if that's applicable. And then on the right-hand side, there's a spot where you fill in your social security number. Below that is a spot for your spouse's social security number. And then, can you picture what's just below the box that asks for your spouse's social security number on the 1040 form by the IRS? Can you picture it? Let me read to you exactly what it says. Uh, it says, presidential election campaign check here if you or your spouse if filing jointly want $3 to go to this fund checking a box below will not change your tax or refund i'll read it again presidential election campaign now note i didn't say a name there it's not uh, it's not the trump for president it's not make america great again it's not uh, do you feel the burn check here it's nothing like that it is merely presidential election campaign Check here if you or your spouse, if filing jointly, want $3 to go to this fund. Checking a box below will not change your tax or refund. And then, of course, there's a box for uh, you to check or your spouse to check. Now, it says, do you want $3 to go to this fund? What is that fund? Uh, Let me tell you a little personal story and then I'm going to give you the answer to that question. This morning I had a little medical exam uh, for insurance purposes and they drew blood and I knew it was coming and I have never liked needles, especially the kind that take blood out of me. And so I was... Oh, this is embarrassing. I was kind of tossing and turning last night, anxious about this needle which was on its way to my house to take my blood away this morning. And so, in an effort to combat the, the nerves I was feeling, I pulled out my, my cell phone and started clicking and clacking around, getting myself uh, familiar with this presidential election campaign fund. That's what nerds like me do, uh, or at least that's what those of us who who do talk radio for a living do. We find any moment we possibly can to become more Expert on these types of I- issues. Now, that's not to say that I became an expert on this by any means, but I found a few interesting things. I was reminded of the questions positioning on the 1040 form, and I learned a little bit about the history of the Presidential Election Campaign Fund. Now, this is not this is not a private thing at all. This is all government run. This is funding that goes to candidates, to parties. Uh, From the government. There is taxpayer money that is set aside. And if certain circumstances are met by candidates, they are entitled to certain public funds to aid in their race to the presidency. So let's go back in time a little bit. Originally, this thing started in 1966. It was only a dollar. If you noticed uh, when I read you the question on the 1040 form. It was $3. Well, back in 1966, when this all kicked off, it was only $1. And it was uh, an effort to start the public funding of elections. The the, the money here, it provides uh, for the financing of presidential primary and general election campaigns. And initially, money also went to the National Party conventions. That's not the case anymore. That changed uh, somewhere along the way. But uh, candidates both in their primary races and in general elections are entitled to this money again if certain criteria is met and we're going to go through that in a second both the republican and democratic nominees in the general election receive a fixed amount of checkoff dollars if you hear me use this phrase checkoff it's in reference to that box on the 1040 form so if you check off uh, either you or your spouse, you're going to redirect $3 to go to this presidential election campaign fund. Uh, a quick note, this does not change the taxes that you owe or the amount of the refund coming back to you. So this is just a reallocation. If you would like it allocated in this direction, you check the box. There it goes. Uh, that's the end of it for you. You don't owe three more dollars, uh, nor will you receive three fewer dollars if it's a refund coming back your way. So the requirements... To be declared eligible, include uh, a number of things. First, you have to agree to an overall spending limit. And you, uh, when I say that, I mean candidates for president. You must agree to uh, an overall spending limit and abide by spending limits in each state, uh, using public funds only for legitimate campaign related expenses. You also need to keep uh, pretty, uh, pretty scrupulous financial records. And you need to subject yourself or your campaign to a pretty extensive campaign audit. Now, let's see, since 1997, uh, or rather in 1977, about 30% of taxpayers checked that box. Uh, by 1977, the amount had climbed from $1 to $3. Uh, so that was that. In 1977, 30% of the folks filling out their 1040 checked the box and sent uh, $3 towards the fund. That level, by 92, had dropped to 19%. And then further, in 2013, only 6% of folks uh, had checked that box. And there were some surveys done by uh, the Elections Committee, which oversees this fund, as to the rationale behind that. Two of the main reasons were they Folks didn't understand that this did not impact their tax liability. As I explained it to you, again, checking that box doesn't doesn't take money away from your refund, nor does it increase your tax liability. And then the second reason uh, discovered by the folks asking uh, was that there is a general apathy toward the political process. You and I, we enjoy this stuff, or at least I do. Uh, and it, it's interesting. It's exciting. Uh, it is how history is shaped. It is how the leaders of this country come to be. Uh, but not everyone dials in as deeply as you and I. So, this fund, if you, uh, if you commit to spending certain amounts, uh, you will find, you will get matching money from this fund. And it is a way that in the pre Citizens United era for uh, campaigns to rely, uh, pretty extensively in many parts. Uh, on, you know, or in many instances, rather, on public funding for their campaigns. Now, the, the big famous uh, move and the big kind of change in uh, all of this came in 2008. In 2008, many of the top candidates chose not to accept the primary matching funds. You heard that one of the conditions to which you have to agree if you're going to receive these funds are spending limits. Well, uh, by 2008, there were a number of candidates who had qualified uh, to receive this money and yet believed that they could put together more money than the fund could provide them if they win it uh, on their own. Uh, Most notably, Barack Obama declined public funds for both the primary and the November election. And, well, you see how that worked out for him. So that is my little history uh, lesson. I I point out, too, that in 2008, in that same election, uh, I found a press release from December 4th 2007. Uh, and here's the headline. See, I only have time to read you the headline, uh, but it should remind you of something that took place back then. Biden. Biden. Fifth presidential candidate declared eligible for primary matching funds in 2008. Don't forget, Joe Biden ran for president against Barack Obama in 2008. Pretty fascinating. Next up, we're going to talk about the budget here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face.